Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Proudly sponsored by Swiss, whose mission is to make millions around the world healthier and happier. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Shop in store or online today. This is the House of Aths. Yeah, most certainly is, wherever you might be, right across the SEN radio network, however you're listening. Thank you, jam-packed. We say this each and every week. 2024 is here. We're into it. The athletes are back on track. There is so much going on. Paris is looming for the Olympics. And, of course, we did all thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Make sure you head to Chemist Warehouse. There's great savings every single day. And all thanks to Swiss. I'll tell you what. There you go. Wherever you're watching us right now, if you're on the podcast, we've got so much Swiss stuff. The magnesium going through the roof. It's helping me sleep. I feel great on the back of it. A big shout-out to Swiss who have come on board the House of Ass for 2024. And they, of course, are a very proud partner of ours. And you can move confidently with the Swiss magnesium range, of which I most certainly am. That's my man, Johnny Steph, in the house. Hello, buddy. <laughs> Oh, okay. what a plug you go, Swiss. Man, I love Swiss. Just, I feel good. I'm yeah. on top of the world. I'm bouncing yeah. out of my skin, which we're going to need, Johnny Steph, because before this show is out, I've got some major news for you, but we'll get to that later on. Bree Masters, who joined us. How are you doing? You need to send me some of that, Swiss. Um, you do. You need I think, it. I'm, I'm not feeling too good, mate. The oh, steph has no. gone down. I've gone down, down. gone down with another cold. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening to me. I just think... I just think this podcast, I put so much effort and passion yep. into it, man. It just drains my batteries for the rest of the week. Agreed. And then I find my immune system goes down, and then I find I catch these little bugs. You know what I mean, Cameron? Mm-hmm. But uh, look, all jokes aside, um, it's just funny how quick the Olympics is coming. Yeah. Like, and, you know, for an Australian, when you start talking summer season, I mean, we are literally, literally around 20 days away from Adelaide track classic straight into the melbourne track classic which is now known as the maury plant meet um and then it goes on obviously into sydney queensland and then um and then we've got uh, i think queensland sydney and then we've got nationals and um for an aussie athlete when you start seeing summer seasons people opening races you saw the 60 meters went down to illawarra uh they had like a 60 meter like uh uh, uh, track meet, sort of like smaller distances in Ill- Illawarra down in New South Wales. Rowan Browning competed in the 60. Um, as Josh has a party, competed as well. Mm-hmm. It was a close race. Um, you start to see that, hey, man, it, uh, it's heating up. So, um, yeah, it's 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 before we know, we're going to be in Paris, you know I mean? Letting <laughs> people into the VIP line yes. into, the la- into, the, into the last yes. lap, you know, on our boy Mario's tab. Right, true, and it's gonna, and we're gonna be sitting in the new trend. Everyone's gonna be thinking about Los Angeles. You know, that's how quick this is gonna go. No doubt, no doubt. It's exciting. You, you, you touch on how about the wind in Illawarra uh, as a party uh, and four point <laughs> one tail a headwind. No tailwind they had. Yeah, tailwind. Uh, obviously, the hence why they ran a ten oh six five in the final. But man, um, you know, I mean, yeah, it's 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 you know, you- the, the confidence that that gives. Um, uh, as a party, 
uh, and even Rowan. I mean, it, this game is all about confidence, right? And and you take it where you can get it, Cameron. You will lie to yourself that that 2.5 felt like a one, yeah. <laughs> a plus one. You know, like you, you will say whatever you need to say. You and your coach, you will talk about, oh, yeah. And, you know, it was a bit of a crosswind. It wasn't really a true tailwind. And all to grab whatever confidence you can, which is the right thing to mm-hmm. do, right? Um, going into our season, what I what I say is this, and those that are the coaches, athletes, and and the people that love track and field listening, um, it, you don't have to agree with me when I say this, but it's a long, long way to Paris. Be careful what bullets you shoot now. Be careful when you shoot your bullets, because what really matters is I always say two things. One is the national championships and making sure you win that, and the second is the Olympic Games, making sure you win that. So um, as much as it's nice to see everybody competing, running well, running fast, um, the game plan should always be to go to uh, Olympic Games and win medals, just like our Australian team did. We won the most medals at Budapest because I think these athletes are focusing more on becoming international superstars where I felt back in the day it was more about, you know, being recognised in Australia and uh, and being happy with that. So um, that's all I would say, Cameron. Just on the headwind and the tailwind and all the rest of it, before we get back to that conversation, I, I want to ask you, when you got into the blocks, when you're in the marshalling area or when you're looking at the wind and you're chatting to your coach, and I'm talking a major, I'm talking comma games, I'm talking world championship, I'm talking Olympics. Like, does the wind play at all? Like, by that stage, do you do? did you do anything different? Because the wind oh, yeah. might have been playing a particular way. I know there's going to be a, tear, a head and tailwind when you're doing a whole lap, but like the wind didn't matter to you at all once you got into the blocks? Oh, matters massively yeah, for well, a 400. Then explain uh, it. For a, for a 1,500, for a 100. Mm-hmm. Because essentially, essentially, if, let's, let's work from 100 up. Yep. In 100 meters, you got a headwind. Let's, and let's work with headwinds, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it affects your tailwind as well. Like it's, it's a, especially in 100 meters because it throws your body out of the position that you need to be running in biomechanically, which can actually make you go slower because it changes your running gait if you've got a tailwind that's quite significant. Essentially, it helps you if you're a smart runner with good biomechanics because you have to force that biomechanics so much uh, when you've got a tailwind. With a headwind, um, again, it forces you, if you pop up too early and your biomechanics is poor, uh, you end up blocking a bit more in your running step, which means your foot, when it lands, he- lands ahead of your center of gra- your center line of your body, which that's called blocking um, when you're sprinting. So then... Now uh, you, you're really fighting the headwind and that be- and then you start to fight your biomechanics, which you all know in running, the more relaxed you are, the, the better you can run. So uh, I'm really trying to break this down as layman's as possible. Like, so, it, so, um, so it doesn't confuse those that don't really understand the technical side of running. So like in hundred meters, I know a lot of the good hundred meter running, our runners in our group would try and stay as low as low as possible with a headwind. If they knew a headwind, say a championships was coming, that would really be something which they'd be like, you know what, I need to try and you really use gravity in the first 30, 40 meters. Because if I pop up too early, I'm really fighting this headwind a lot earlier than anybody else. I mean, a 400 meters, the same thing would go. Like if I know I had a headwind down the back stretch, I knew that I had to really get on top of the pace quickly because uh, if you don't, uh, you would end up, the wind would end up slowing you down the back stretch. You think you're going faster than what you are and you end up running at a time that's not as not as quick as what it should be because you won't make that up on the back end with the tailwind in the 400. So you try and push it into the wind and sort of burn little biscuits into the wind and then try and use the tailwind to carry you home. But when you get to a final of the championships, we're different to the 100-meter runners, to the 400-meter runners, that the 100-meter runners, if they learn to get through that first 30 meters technically, it puts them in a great place on the back end of their race. 
where for us, it was that headwind more mattered for time. And where I look into a final for a championships is about making sure that I was really using the other runners on where they were at and how much they were pushing the pace with the headwind. Because in a 400, you could sort of play off where everybody is in order to run to win the race uh, and to still be able to run your race plan. So um, it's, it's it, you asked a really complicated question when it comes mm. to how technically you can run all these events. But to answer your question, wins play a major part when you're coming into the high performance element of running. And maybe we'll get... Um, uh, you know, Ryan Gregson or Patrick Tiernan or um, or Stuart Swain to talk about in the distance running. But I'd like to think when there's a lot of wind in distance running, they try and seek for cover. Um, and then it, they don't sort of put themselves out in the front a bit too much, man, without their fighting that wind. So wind definitely plays a factor um, when, you, uh, when you're competing at this top level. Uh, you mentioned Patrick Tiernan. Let's let's touch on it because this was huge. Houston Marathon. He, he said oh, he felt man. good. I quote, and I quote him here, the last couple of years have definitely been tough. Yeah. I've had some injuries, understanding the marathon is an event, so it's been hard. Pulling out of the World Championships was a big wake-up call for me that we had to take a hard look at some things and figure out what was going on. He went to say, and I'm paraphrasing the second half of it, he said he felt 208 from a fitness standpoint was a legit possibility. How his legs stood up was a different matter in the last 10Ks. Well, they stood up really well because the standard was 208.10 for Olympic Games. He did a 207.45 and finished fourth. And this is brilliant. Second fastest ever behind, of course, Brett Robinson, who did a 207.31 and holds the national record. I know you've got to save some bullets, Johnny, but you've got to be able to put yourself into that qualification <laughs> phase and in the eyes of the Australian uh, Athletics Australia selectors. When it comes to the marathon, he's done exactly that. No, Patrick's a, not a, I, I say this, he's an absolute legend as, as a human too. We, we chatted on DM after his race um, and uh, he was pumped and we will get him on the show. It just, he's in America at the moment and the yep. time difference is, is horrible for him. And I wouldn't want to, you know, when they're getting ready for Olympic Games, you don't, we don't want to disrupt these athletes. But, you know, he, he ran 103 for half in that race yep. and ran 30, 30, 30 minutes, I think 30 minutes, 11 seconds for the 10K mm-hmm. Um, Cam, I mean, I mean, 208 is, is not a game, man. Like, please, like listeners, 208 is, is some serious running. Do not Unreal. look at our boy Kipton. Do not look at our boy Kipchoge and relate our, like, like come try and compare like those times to what our boys are doing. This is serious running. And, you know, for Patrick, this guy has an engine on him, like Thomas, the tank engine. Like mm. he is, he, he's just, his heart when he runs, he's got a set of balls on him. Yes, I said it. He's, and you can cancel out, beep that out, but it's what it is. Too late. Too late. The the guy is an animal, man. Like when he runs, he has a go. And it's no surprise that he did what he did with that race because he would not have died wondering if he could have ran 208.10. He would, have, he would have done everything he possibly could. Even though he says, how's my lesson on up in the last 10K? He would have made sure they both broke the last 10K in order for him to run that time. Mm. So um, it was awesome to see him do that. Um, super duper proud of Patrick. Um, and again, I think I said last week, it, it's, or maybe I didn't say it on the show, um, but it's just so cool to see when one Australian breaks a barrier, the belief systems change for that all those athletes in that event. And, you know, shout out to Brett Robinson. You know, he paved the way last year, man. And and he's given a group of marathon runners in Australia the belief that 
that these times, uh, uh, you know, they, they weren't just designed for lead troops and Monagetis and Decastellas. These times can be done by athletes in this era. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's just awesome to see, man. And, 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 uh, I, and when you talk about shooting bullets, this is the right time for Patrick to shoot one. He's got nine months now, or be eight months now to get his body into, he's got the confidence now that he can do it. He can improve from here. He's got eight months, um, coming towards, uh, uh, Paris, and I think he's done it the right way, the Mike Tyson way, the ski mask way, the fast <laughs> way. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Hey, I want to ask you just quickly, because I believe this is a legitimate thing, but you can tell me and knock it on the head. What you just said about Brett Robinson, when when athletes who know each other, work together, whatever it may well be, run against each other, see someone else do it, it gives them belief in that actual event. But I, I want to know, can you take confidence from other athletes and can you take momentum from other athletes running really well? Like, yeah, like uh, if someone runs well in the hundred meters or the 400 meters or the 1500 meters and you're a, you're a high jumper, can you take momentum and the energy and the good feeling and the confidence from what they are doing in particular, when you're at a major championship, does momentum oh, flow. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'll I tell you when we're at Commonwealth games, mm -hmm. Craig Motra ran, um, uh, the race where he came second in. Yeah, um, the one you, you, you whacked him for last well, week. I didn't, I didn't whack him for it. I just, I just, I did, you I just whacked said the fact that. he got the medal. Here's Johnny. <laughs> uh, Craig's my boy. Man. He's the legend. Craig. Craig's the, Craig's we got to get man. him on. we got to get yeah, him on. I'll, I'll diss anybody. You know that. But I Craig's know. the man. I, can't, I, I can't know. You were Craig. dissing the decision, not the race. The decision. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, tongue in cheek. Go on anyway. My apologies. 100%. But, um, I was laying on the floor with my coach, my training partner, and Natasha Danvers ended up winning the gold or the silver in the four hurdles. She's from England. Um, and I remember watching Craig and the crowd, and I got up off the floor and I was cheering him on to win. And and then he lost and I got angry. And and I was like, F that. That's, that's not happening to me. Uh, <laughs> and, and I was sort of running around the living room of, of, the, of where we were staying. Um, watching what Craig was trying to do and the the, the crowd and, and and how hard he ran and, and and that motivated me. So I believe yes, I I think definitely from another event to another event you can get motivated watching somebody run and especially if you got a friendship or affiliation with them or or you or you like their style or you think they're a good athlete. Um, but when you have an athlete in your event. You don't get, oh, well, I didn't. And I can speak on my behalf. And I don't, I, 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 I like this whole friend, friend thing. I'm so happy for everyone when they win in the same event. I don't believe that. Nah, stuff. you've, you've been really here don't. before. I don't believe that stuff. Yeah. I, I believe that your, your sportsmanship comes through where you, where you say, well done. You are the better person and I'm happy for you without a doubt. And that's the way you're raised. And I think that's the way your parents raise you and sort of what your, your morality and your ethos is as an athlete. No problems. But inside you, you go, there's no way this person is better than me. And the fact that they did it means I can do it. So the next race that comes, they're copping a beat down for me and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get better so I can beat this person. If that's not running through your veins and your mind, then you should not be playing the sport. Do you think that there was an athlete in the 400 meters who was incredibly talented, someone you ran against, but mm. they just didn't have that dog in them? Oh, man. 
I man, my last year running, I don't want to name them. There was a couple of dudes. Okay. Don't name yeah, them. Yeah, and and um and I never seen such such weak behavior in my life, okay. man. Like this in this in the sense of man, like like you know, you need to like we we had an, we had an issue. We had to we had to we we ran out of relay members, so we we're pulling people from other events mm-hmm. and these guys were so talented, like as athletes that they could have ran a 400 and ran really, really well. Um, and, but the fear of going out and maybe getting run down or maybe not being able to make it or, or running bad, um, they, they choose not to participate. And, yeah. and that just really puzzled me. Cause if I ever got a call up from somebody um, to, to run for my country and, um, and give it my all, but, hey, that's all I can do, right? And that's what I encourage my kids and I encourage anybody. Like at the end of the day, winning's everything. But if you can look at yourself in the mirror and you know that you've given it your absolute, absolute all, and you cannot lie to yourself with that, then that's winning at the end of the day, Cam. I mean, and you know, mm. you know what I'm like about winning. Like it's 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 black and white for me. Yeah, mm. first year last. It's just the way it is. That's in my head. But when you when it's all sliced down and end of it, and you're sitting at home with your family and you know you've given 100 percent that is the true definition of winning, right? For me. And so yeah, I mean, but as far as the the the, the men I ran against, nah, I, we had some we had some, we had some cold cold blooded killers in our in, in when I was running like they, like I, I like, nah, they they were they were war. I, I can't I can't even think of one that I ran against that that when when we stepped in the line they 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 came with it. But I think that's the culture. Clinton Hill, Patrick Dwyer, Casey yeah. Vincent, um, Miles Murphy, Darren Clark, um, and all those great Porter Milers. Um, created for by the time we got there, I just carried that tradition on with with that hardness, and then so by the time the guys under my era, they they when we in relay teams, they saw that, and so I don't know about, about it now because they're, they're it's a little different now, mm-hmm. but um, but when we were running now, nah, man, they they were everybody had that had that fire in them to yeah, no one liked losing, man. I like it. That's the way it should be. We do it all thanks to Swiss. This is the House of Ass, of course. Swiss's mission is to make millions around the world healthier. And happier, and I'm doing exactly that. Well, well they're, they're helping me do that. Make me, I I'll tell you what. I, I need this. I'll, I'll tell you this, Johnny. I've been telling you, I've been struggling to sleep. I'm on the magnesium gummies, and so I'm what's taking the potion? some powder. You got, you, so, so what are you on? Magnesium gummies. So I'm taking these magnesium mag- gummies, which are which is helping me in the day, and I'm taking this high strength magnesium powder. It's your orange flavor, bro. Is your guts just rumbling, man? Too much magnesium. Nah. You just be... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Don't lie to me, Ken. I don't know, man. I don't know. All I know is I'm sleeping better. That's all that matters yeah, right now because yeah, I'm struggling yeah. to sleep. And if I'm struggling to sleep, I can't continue to train for what you and I have to do in a couple of months' time. But I'll get to that no, no. a little yeah, later I'll be in, in the, the car show. cheering you on. Don't worry about that. No, no, man. With my, with, I'll be like with my magnesium. You read, you the read the email, right? You read the email? No. Oh, <laughs> even better. Beautiful. Oh, <laughs> what happened? no. Well, what hey, happened? I'll read the email on air at the end of the show. Bree Masters isn't too far away, but I, I, I legitimately, I, I love all sports. Every single sport, Johnny Steph, I love. I love it. And I love major moments. But I think there's a really easy answer to a question that has been posed about something. Now, I make no sense when I say that, so I'm going to get to an ad break and I'll explain what I mean on the other side of this. We do it all thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Stock up and save at Chemist Warehouse. All your favourite brands at the lowest prices. Shop in-store or online today.
Proudly sponsored by Swiss, whose mission is to make millions around the world healthier and happier. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Shop in store or online today. This is the House of Aths. Johnny, Steph, Cam, Luke, wherever you might be, we do it all thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Stock up and save at Chemist Warehouse. All your favourite brands at the lowest prices. Shop in store or online today. Bree Masters, not too far away. And we do it all thanks to Swiss, whose mission is to make millions around the world healthier and happier. And they're doing a wonderful job. Now, what are you laughing at, Jonathan? I just find that statement is just wrong. Like... Like God bless Swiss, but if you don't listen to a crit, he just it sounds gangster. That's yeah, all. They're, just... they're gangsters. They're gangsters just... making us all happy. <laughs> now, how about this? The Guardian Australia, right? I, I noticed that I sent Athletics Australia tweet this. I, I think this is the most obvious answer in the history history of Australian sport. Okay, so they, they've they've put it out there, uh, Guardian online. It is quite simply, it's, it's quite a simple question, right? Australia's greatest sporting moment. And they're putting up, they put a poll up. 50th, uh, 50 of Australia's greatest sporting moments. Right? So I'll just run through a couple of these. Uh, Ian Thorpe wins fifth Olympic gold in race of the century. Outstanding moment. Uh, Mick Fanning in South Africa punches a shark. Outstanding. Of course, that incredible draw in the Cricket World Cup in 99 between Australia and South Africa. Kieran Perkins wins the gold from lane eight. Dylan Alcott. Uh, of course, wins the Grand Slam after winning the US Open. Kurt Fernley, of course, back-to-back Paralympic. Adam Scott wins the US Masters, the America's Cup in 1983. Like, there's so many great moments, Johnny. There's so many What's great this, is this, is moments. Is this in history? Right? This is in history, right? But I think it's the most obvious answer of all time. I, I think. Yeah, I'll, the, give, I'll give you the most obvious answer of all hit time. Hit me. Now, for people at home, we have not spoken about this. What is it? Peter Norman, the Black Power Salute 1968. It's, it's one of the most recognisable moments in the world, and it's, it, it was much more than sport. Yeah. And there was an Australian in between mm-hmm. that. Like, that is the most craziest thing ever, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what our country stands for. Yep. It's what our country's built on. It's about standing for your fellow mate. It's about standing up for what is right. And and about you know treating people how they treat you and and John Carlos and Tommy Smith and Peter Norman, uh, it was very brave on what they did. I mean they were told they were going to be sniped from the stadium if they did anything crazy. And and those two men from America um, decided to stand up for civil rights. And Peter said, yeah, give me a badge, I'll do it as well. And then he was ostracized for it by Australia after he did all that. So um, that to me is without a doubt, it's it's, it's it goes man on the moon. Uh, I think the top three recognizable moments in world history is Man on the Moon, JFK, and the Black Power Salute. So, um, so there you go. I mean, that's the answer. I know what you're going to say. Um, and 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 if and if you'd want to leave the political side out of it, like it's like talking about boxing and Muhammad Ali and Floyd Mayweather. You know what I mean? Like Floyd stood Mayweather. I mean, Muhammad Ali stood for much more than just boxing. Mm-hmm. But Floyd Mayweather was. was Hey, he never lost, man. You can't, I, and he fought so many world champions, right? Um, I legitimately, so talk, there's only two on. that can win this poll. As Australia, there's only two that can win it. One is that, yeah, and the other yeah. one's Kathy Freeman. Like, Easy, done. They, they, they are so far in front of everything else, and that's not to so diminish. That's not to diminish so anything else that is in the list. Like no, there is so no. much great stuff in this list. Both athletics yeah. moments, and that's just if you call me biased, whatever you want to, but it's just a fact. 
It, it, it uh, is the, the the Peter Norman situation in 1968. And Peter Norman, of course, I'm not sure which which one of the American athletes forgot their pair of gloves. Peter Norman was famously the man who said, "Why don't you wear one each?" When they were going to yeah, both I mean, don don a pair, and then of course, and then the Kathy amazing, Freeman, like, and, it's and then, amazing. We, it's like that story is so. Um, it gives me chills talking about it. It's just you know, well, you got to understand the era. You got to understand sport. the era, man. Like, yeah. like he got ostracized. Peter got ostracized by. Well, at the time, Australian athletics, mm-hmm. right? And they'll deny it and say whatever they want to say, but but that's just what. And and the media mm-hmm. and everybody were like, you know, you got to understand. In the '60s, we still had, um, you know, the uh, we the, our indigenous uh, situation and our stolen generation that that was happening at, in that time too, right? And and here you got an Australian talking about civil rights in America in 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 a moment like that. That is just that's the Australia I ran for. That's the stray I believe in is people like Peter Norman. And then again, then you've got all these years fast forward to Kathy Freeman, 2000 Olympics, the pressure she had on mm-hmm. her. Um, that made the Sydney Olympics. Whether it you did. like it or not, besides it being as great as what it was, that moment um, uh, was needed to happen for our country. It needed to happen for the games. It needed to happen for, and I'm sure if you ask, um, but you should actually get him on. Um, we ask our boy, um, um, Man, uh, you know, John. Um, what's his name? Anyway, what are you thinking of that? Memory. We should actually get Kathy Freeman on this show. Oh, it'd be great to get Kathy it'd on the great. show, man. You know, but uh, but look, this, this not to diminish, like you said, any. I'm not. Any I'm not this, this is. I don't, I don't want we, people to take people text it. Ah, but these, uh, I'm not diminishing like to, any I'd magical like to moment. Say how Penrith performed against the Broncos? I thought that was what was last year in the grand final in the rugby league. I thought that was. Nuts to me. It was a big I, twenty I thought, minutes. I, I'm I not certain it makes a list, come, but I, I, come back to, I, don't, I but it was a fantastic moment it, it was, for, for NRL. It, it, was. it was a it, it has, that game will have to go down NRL history. That it, was that was that was a lead that shouldn't have not in the grand final. That should they should lot. That was amazing, man. I, and Cleary Cleary was Michael Jordan esque the way he freak. the way he controlled that right. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not comparing Cleary to Michael Jordan, but I'm, which I am, but I'm, we have, I'm yeah. saying the way the way he carried the team was Michael <laughs> Jordan. I'll tell you I'm, what, I'm just saying. One, one place I didn't expect this to go was the last 20 minutes of 2023 NRL season, <laughs> but it is what it is. I, I like I, I firmly believe that they are the only two that should win this poll. Now, I know that people were a prisoner of moments, but I, if you want to be a prisoner of the moment, the, the Sydney Olympics was amazing, but without Kathy Freeman doing what she did, it it doesn't fall over, absolutely not. But it doesn't get to the height that it did, and and the way that she changed the narrative on so many things. So I just wanted 100%. to raise it because I was looking at it today. Uh, but Cam, on the are we letting the poli- are we letting are we letting the political movement walk what we're calling a great sporting moment? Because Kathy, we know in I think it was night, it was uh, uh, was it um, Edmonton Commonwealth Games where she. Where she had the Australian Aboriginal flag and Arthur Tungstall and her had that spat, mm-hmm. and then you know, you know, she she very much you know had um, you know when when she won the Sydney Olympics, it was it was very much uniting Australia, right? Absolutely. As a young Aboriginal woman um, who was an Australian, um, winning you know one of the most historical moments for a country in a country in an event, which a blue ribbon event, um, uh, which is a very hard event to win. Uh, are we letting all of that? Take well, away on how hard the moment was because well, I don't think Kathy. I don't think that was Kathy's best race. I think that was probably in her top top ten races of her career. I, I, I could that think race. I, I could think Atlanta. I, I, you could argue that Atlanta was a, a greater run from her, 
when she won yeah. silver behind so Marie Jose saying. Perec. Are, are we, are we letting the, but, but, letting the political But I think that, that plays into any major moment, right? The actual okay, everything okay. out, the, the circumstances okay. and whatever it might be. And honestly, the Guardian has put this up and you can go and, and vote on online. The, the fact is that the Peter Norman... Uh, 1968 moment is in there as well, so you can vote for that. I just, I just was looking at it just briefly today, and I thought athletics are going to be one-two here, and they were, in my mind they most certainly should be. Hey, Bree Masters, to join us on the other side of this, and we've got to get to an email that you've missed. I cannot believe you've missed this, and I believe that you've selectively missed it, maybe even subconsciously. So we'll get to all that and plenty more. All thanks to Swiss, whose mission is to make millions around the world healthier and happier. They're a huge partner of the House of Athletics. So for Chemist Warehouse, head in for great savings every day. Proudly sponsored by Swiss, whose mission is to make millions around the world healthier and happier. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Shop in store or online today. This is the House of Aths. Johnny Stephenson, Cam Luke, all thanks to Chemist Warehouse and all thanks to yes, Swiss. Sir. It's what we do each and every day and have a lot of fun doing it as well. 04-3398-1116 if you want to get involved. Now, as you know, Johnny, and everyone who listens to this show, always, we just have the absolute creme de la creme best superstars join us week in, yes, we do. week out. I, I, it's pretty much all I have to say because everyone who joins us on this show at uh, the top of their game. We did all thanks to Sinks Body, keeping you fit and active with Sinks Body Podiatrist Design Foot Care range available at Chemist Warehouse. I got that out. Sinks Body pretty much allow us to talk to the best, Johnny. And today's no different, is it? We have got a star joining us. No, without a doubt, Cameron. And you know, it's always crazy for me because it, it, it when you speak to people that are in Blue Ribbon events, yep. it, it, I, I do sympathize and under, like and understand like the difficulty that comes with, you know, when you're talking 100, 400, 1500 marathon, because there really are the events where there's very little barriers to entry camp. So I always love speaking to these athletes to see well, what they're going through their mind, man. And on the line today, we got Bree Masters. Bree, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Hey, Bree, how you doing? New Zealand, are you just landed? Of course, big year 2024. We'll get to the Adelaide Invitational shortly and the great news as we get close to that. But New Zealand, talk us through your next couple of days. Yeah, so I've just landed in Napier and I'm en route to my accommodation at the moment. So joining you from the car. Um, so I'm opening my season on Saturday uh, at the Pots Classic, which is quite exciting to be opening my season in New Zealand, get to see some of my New Zealand friends. Um, but yeah, super excited. Going to be running the hundred meters. Um, my focus is going to be purely on the hundred this year and yeah, we'll just see how we go. Nerves are, nerves are here because I guess the season opener kind of determines where you're at. Um, but really, really excited. When you, when you talk about just focusing solely on the 100, how much of a deep conversation or, or thought process goes through that with you and your crew? Yeah, look. I mean, I, I dabble in the 200 as well. Also, mm. four by one is definitely going to be yep. a focus, but for individual, just 100. Um, personally, as I get older, I feel like my body is coping not so great. So really want to hone in on that 100 meters and just really focus on that event. And that's the one that I want, the one that I'm passionate about. So, yeah, chosen to kind of just all steam ahead at one event. It is exciting, isn't it? I, I know that there's some nerves, New Zealand, season opener. What a big Australian summer it is as we head towards Paris. But with the nerves, 
it's just exciting. We, we talk about this all the time from where we sit in the stands or in the radio studio. It's just an Olympic year has intensity attached to it from the, from the, for, it feels like from January one. Do, do you feel that in like every session you do and, and every race you're about to get stuck into? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, this is, you know, I've only been in the sport for about four years. Mm-hmm. So I came from surf lifesaving. So I kind of stepped into the sport in the year of the Tokyo Olympics. So this is kind of the first year where I've really gone, okay, this is an actual goal of mine. Um, and literally from January 1st, I felt so much motivation. I don't know what it was about a new year, but I was like ready to level up. I feel like back in Europe, I was ready to level up. But yeah, just that new year and knowing that it is an Olympic year just really, you know, sparked a fire in me. And yeah, I'm quite determined at training and just want to put in my best work and do the best that I can to get myself there. Yeah, yeah. Brie. I was just going to say, Johnny, you're so young to the sport, Brie. Like, you have to pinch yourself. Like, you go to world championships, you go to com game. Like, things that haven't been done for a long period of time when it comes to an Australian sprinter. You sometimes have to stop, take a deep breath and go, this has happened pretty quickly. Yeah, definitely. Look, I'm just trying to enjoy the journey, to be honest. I mean, everything just kind of happened. And, you know, Olympics is something I've looked at since I was a kid, but never thought it would be an actual goal of mine because I wasn't a sport that wasn't an Olympic sport. So yeah, I really do take a moment to step back and just kind of enjoy where I am and what I've done because yeah, I never thought I would be here. Yeah, Brie, walk us through. I mean, you talk about uh, the beach sprinting um, and not being a sport that is in Olympic games. And uh, I mean, those that are in the community understand how, how big that community is with, uh, with surf lifesaving, but after World Championships and Commonwealth Games, surely you got to be going to Paris now and going, I can't just be there to take part. i got to, I, I got to be in these races and trying to take over. There's this, surely that's starting to feel that way for you now, um, especially coming into your opener this year. Um, is that where your mindset is at now coming to these championships? Yeah, honestly, when I achieved, I think World Champs was the first event that I did that was on the world stage. And, I went in just going, hey, like, this is an experience. This is the first time. Like, take it all in, soak it all up. Um, And same with the Commonwealth Games. That was just, like, a month after. This year, I was, like, way more switched on. I really, really wanted to make that semifinal. And it didn't go to plan. And it wasn't a performance that was terrible. But it wasn't the performance that I was aiming for. Um, And this year, yeah, I want want to be a contender. I don't want to be a lane filler. Mm. Um, You know, I've got my eyes set on an automatic qualifier as hard as that is or an Australian record. Like, I want to believe yeah. that I can achieve those big scary goals um even if they somewhat feel unrealistic like I want to believe that I can do that and you know you've got people like Zoe Hobbs coming out and showing us that you know us Oceanian women we can do that and it's really inspiring to me so yeah uh-huh. I really want to be a contender and I want to be exactly like her so but I don't think I don't think Brie you need to even worry I, I think you've got the genetics I think you've got the speed I think you've got I, I mean you, you've got the complete package to be able to enter these races for the time you've been doing the sport for and and honestly take yourself that serious that Zoe Hobbs is not that much better than you I mean she might be now but your mindset should be clearly that going into Paris and if I was your training partner or, or your coach I'd be saying that to you and I think um, you know you're almost in a better position than many athletes that you haven't had such a huge junior career in the sport which then allows you to really learn and grow quite quickly because you're mature in the sport when you need to be mature right so you're not carrying any hang-ups coming into you know the pro season that you're trying to achieve now um, but tell me something you know like when you when when you are now focusing on uh, the individual feats, what's the relay like? What what is the vibe? I mean, are, are, are you girls really feeling like you know this is somewhere where we can really um, 
we can really do well at the championships? Of course. I mean, you know, we got that Commonwealth Games medal now. I mean, we received that in a way that wasn't optimal, but, um, you know, realizing that we can do this. We've got such strong depth in female sprinting at the moment. We're so determined to at least be in that final at the Olympics um, and, you know, focus on medals. Again, big, scary goal, but I, mm. we, we do believe that. I believe that. And, yeah, we're working really hard. We've got so many relay camps throughout the year. Um, everyone's really pumped. So, yeah, I hope we can, what? you know, go to World Relays and qualify and, and achieve that. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask if World Relays was something that um, that obviously you'll be taking part of. And when I when I say, what does your season look like, Bree? Because, you know, you, you see with a lot of athletes, it can be quite a long season, especially Olympic season. You start throwing in, you know, our Aussie season, you got indoor championships, World Relays, European season, Olympic Games. Um, what does it look like for you? Have you planned that out yet for yourself between now and Olympic Games? Or is it something that you plan on you up to nationals? Um, is indoors on your radar? as well uh yes so right now i kind of have up until nationals definitely set in stone first things first we'll do the domestic season um so i'll do mostly all of the track classics might come back over to new zealand at some stage we'll see how we go um obviously plans will change if i get an automatic qualifier because that's obviously an ideal scenario but um looking at trying to get the best points that i can to put myself in that quota for paris um and then after nationals, obviously you've got world relays, so I'll need to be selected on that team first, so pending my domestic performance. Um, and then Oceania's is another big focus of mine. We've got that coming up in Fiji in June, I believe. Wow. Um, I might also go back over to Japan. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it is an extremely long season. And, I mean, I don't think I've stopped since the 2022 season because, you know, I went to Oregon Com Games. I came back in August. You know, my pre-seasons have been very, very, very small. So I haven't been able to get in, like, that massive work that I usually do in a preseason, I mean, this year I got home again in September. So I feel like I just got home from Europe and I'm starting the domestic season again. Uh, so it's a little crazy. Uh, as for world indoors, probably wasn't on my radar. Never run a 60 in my life, but I am, I'm in the quota on points. I'm not sure if that's a way that I can qualify um, on the Australian qualifying standards. I think you have to have an automatic qualifier. Um, and it is on the same weekend as uh, Canberra Track Classic. So I just have to determine what's better for me in terms of the big fish that I'm wanting so i have to run out of my skin and make a final run quite well to be getting good points um if i don't get a qualifier so yeah i only realized that the other day to be honest i didn't actually know that i was on the quota so yeah hey the good news is and one place you definitely will be is on the 10th of feb in adelaide because uh the announcement in the last couple of days has come in you you're committed. We, we see your face everywhere. It's going to be a wonderful night in Adelaide for the invitational night. Of course, we've got the, 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 the Nationals a couple of months after that in the same, in the same city. Uh, it's exciting. This Chemist Warehouse Australian summer just feels like, again, every week in the next couple of months, there's something on that's big. And this is going to be huge on Saturday, 10th of Feb. Yeah, really excited. Adelaide Invitational is always a good one. I opened my season there last year. The crowd is always amazing. It's so great to see them all there supporting us makes it really worth worth it with what we're doing. Um, but, yeah, super pumped to be back there and in the 100 metres. So. Brilliant. Hey, Bree, we, we could talk to you for hours, I think. And, uh, unfortunately, today we cannot. One, you got to get and get ready to go to uh, in New Zealand. And, two, we're running out of time. But uh, we want to thank you so much for having a chat to us. We, we only get the best on this show. Like, absolutely the stars, uh, mainly because Johnny uh, believes that actually – can we agree, Johnny? So Johnny Stephenson's got this thing that he believes he's competed with almost every 
on the same team. You're not going to try and claim this, are you? He's <laughs> only been in the sport I, two years. I can't. I, four I would like, four I'd years, like sorry. Claim, I'd like to claim it, but yeah. I can't. So it's the first one. We, we, we always say this is the first one. Just a little context, Bree. We'd have people on the show, like Olympians, and, and Johnny's like, yeah, we're on the same Australian team. And like, <laughs> some of these athletes are 19 and 20 years of age. Johnny's like 56. I said, mate, you've been retired <laughs> 20 years. So I'm just making sure you're going to try and claim Bree. <laughs> Can't claim free, but like I said, I'd like to, but I can't. Uh, beautifully oh, done. Uh, good luck, not just in New Zealand, but for what's going to be a huge Australian summer and then, of course, all the way to Paris where Johnny and I are going yeah, to be over yeah. there and no doubt we can't wait to see you compete and do everyone so proud. Uh, thank you for joining us, Bree. Thanks, Bree. Thank you for having me. Uh, always a pleasure. She's a superstar, Bree Masters in 100 metres. The Adelaide invitation on February 10 on that Saturday night is going to be huge and, of course, and we've got the national. It's just all happening, Johnny Steph. I... Sure is. I'll oh. be up there in Adelaide, uh, Mr. Luke. I'm excited. I'm excited. I can't wait to get to nationals. Johnny, you and I are both going to be there. And of course, uh, Bree joins us, as everyone does on this wonderful show. All thanks to Sinks Body, Sinks Body Podiatrist, Design Foot Care. The range is available at Chemist Warehouse, keeping you fit and active. And all thanks to Sinks Body being a big part of the House of Ats. A very quick break. An email was sent to Johnny and I, and Johnny has ignored it. I'm going to explain what it is and what Johnny Stephenson is going to do in March on the other side of this. Proudly sponsored by Swiss, whose mission is to make millions around the world healthier and happier. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Shop in store or online today. This is the House of Ats. Johnny Steph, Cam Luke, wherever you might be, hello to you. Do it all thanks to Chemist Warehouse for great savings Every day, stock up and save at Chemist Warehouse. All your favourite brands, lowest prices, shop, in-store or online today. Now, we had a text. We had a text. You you are all over the world. You travel a lot. Uh, I'm about to do a little travelling, actually. Uh, and we're going to be, again, in different parts of the world. But a text came in earlier that actually asked if you and I are ever together. Are we ever in the same spot? And it's very rare that you and I physically are in the same spot. But That's not true. Well, how many, times, how many times have we done the show together? No, one. that's true. That's one. But I'm talking, but I'm talking, if, I, if I'm in Melbourne, yeah. I, I get me a little bit of Camloops. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, we're not in Melbourne a great deal anymore, but you're right. I'm not saying we've never met. I'm simply saying we don't do the show a great deal together. But I will tell you this, if it, to answer this text, I have a feeling that we might well be together on Sunday, the 17th of March. Because there is a wonderful, a wonderful cause that's called Run for the Kids, which is an incredible annual fundraising event, which a lot of people will know of. It generates funds for the Good Friday Appeal, which, of course, supports the Royal Children's Hospital and does such a, a great job. It is, is an outstanding run if you're a Melbourneian. You run through the tunnel. You're out. See the beautiful city. It's unbelievable. And this is what the email that I received, sorry, <coughs> excuse me, that we received earlier in the week that Johnny has just funnily enough missed. Boys. Thought I would extend this invitation to you both if you are in town and join us for this run. It's only 14 and a half K, Steffo. You can surely do this for the kids. Of I'm not course, in town. it's from our man, Mario from Chemist Warehouse. <laughs> uh, and it's the join the Chemist Warehouse Run Club. So in 2024, the team will be raising funds for the Good Friday Appeal as we continue to support the Royal Children's Hospital and their extraordinary work with children across Victoria. Run with Raffi and Friends was created and cha- uh, a champ- uh, championed 
by Raphael, who is who is unbelievable. He's unbelievable. He's linked uh, to the Good Friday Appeal. He's linked to the Royal Children's Hospital, and he has put together this team. So Maro's invited us both to run for a great cause, and How I put far? it. I put it to you, fourteen and a half. You can do that. You can do oh, that yeah. in a heartbeat. I know you're listening. I know you're listening, brother. I love you. No one loves you more than the Steph. But 14 and a half Ks, there's more chance of the Steph lacing up his spikes, putting on the baggy Australian suit and trying to run at Nationals. Why? you got to be out here. Mate, 14 nah. and a half Ks. Mate, so, like, we'll just, how about we just, we just cruise along at six... That's, Six that's minute your Mario's thing. That's you and his thing. Yeah, I know, but you're the your athlete. Thing. I don't want to get in your thing. Do it for the kids. I'll, I'll be here. there. I'll be there. Thank you, buddy. Okay. So you got to be here. Perfect. What, what, now what's now the, we're started. What, what, what is the date? What's the date? <laughs> Sunday, the 17th of March. I could actually be there. See, I'm telling <laughs> you, it's only 14 and a half <laughs> days. Uh, it, it's only 14 and a half days. No, no, I'm not running. Cameron, Why? stop floating Stop floating this idea with people that I like running, mate. Mate, you're don't, an athlete. You're a no, Commonwealth no, Games I was, medal. You're a I superstar. Mate, once, no, look no, at no. those pythons, man. You're still an athlete. That's it. Don't if give up. Do bench press, don't you dare give up. For, so, whatever you want to do, you can do that with me, mate. So I'm locking you in? Not, uh, mate, the, the no, listeners, are, the listeners right now want you and I to finally be they in the same spot. And I think a great way to do that. The listeners understand. Johnny Steph, he's not built for that. Olympic he medalist. Likes to, he likes Commonwealth to Games gold medalist. Mate, uh, Mario, I know you're listening. All thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Firstly, the, I've actually got something on the night before, Johnny, which is yeah, going to mean... Because if I'm in Melbourne, nah, that means we have something the night nah, before. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to I'm gonna front up and do run for the kids, 14.5K. Part of the what, Chemist if, Warehouse if, if, Run Club. Listen, listen, if it's early morning as well, there's there'll be, <laughs> oh, be a massive chance. What are you living on tight dog? There'll be a late scratching. Mate, it's at like 10 o'clock. Anyone that knows me, I don't do mornings, brother. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work with my genetics. My African genetics says that I do I do not wake up early in the morning, guys. I'm laughing. You're an idiot. We're getting out of here. Uh, right around the nation, you can always text us 04 1116 All thanks to Kemmer's Warehouse. Head into Kemmer's Warehouse for great savings every day. You can stock up and save. They've got everything in need. The favorite brands are the lowest prices. And, of course, the Swiss, a proud partner. Of the House of Athletics, and yes, uh, their mission is to make millions right around the world healthier and happier. And as I keep saying, the magnesium, Johnny Steph. Hey, be careful of that magnesium. Making me Cameron. feel good. Uh, uh, uh. On that note, Johnny, see you Thank next you. week. Peace.